0: morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you have me out there globe today welcome to episode 25 of the cranky old bastard we are here coming to you direct from the brewery overlook on one hell of a hungover fucking day
1: speak for yourself fuck
0: you um we've got a great show for you as usual we'll do the best we can we'll bring you some great information and uh all kinds of cool stuff coming your way off we go
1: you forgot to introduce a yourself? A dragon has come to it's our brilliant. village today. We've asked him to leave, but he won't go away. Now he's talked to our king and
2: they worked out a deal. No homes will he burn, and no crops will he steal. Now there is but one catch, we dislike it. A bunch twice a year, he invites him a virgin to lunch. Well, we've no other choice, so the deal will respect. But we can't help but wonder and pause to reflect.
3: Do virgins taste better than those who are not? Are they salty or sweeter, more juicy? Or what do you savor them slowly? gulp them down on the spot. Do virgins taste better than those who are not? All right.
1: That's all we get for that. Okay. So let's start off with politics. Politics, 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 politics. Yes, let's go to politics. All right. Now, if you think I'm going to be merciful because my co-host is hungover, think again. Yeah. It's not going to fucking happen. So, California wants to succeed from the U.S. That went so well for the last set of states that tried to do that, don't you think? Well, I don't know. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they've they actually got a 2018 ballot. Yeah,
0: well, you know what's interesting about this? They might have a ballot. They might actually vote on it. But it's never, ever going to happen. The United States is never going to let a state secede from the Union.
1: No. Look they what happened the last time. That's exactly. Yeah. The,
0: look what happened the last time some states tried to secede from the <laughs> union. Now, of course, is, if, if the U.S. were to let California secede, look what everything they would lose. You know, the entire western coast, well, most of the western coast of the United States.
1: Well, the, it, Oregon and Washington and Alaska would end up following. So would Hawaii. And so yeah. So let then we California got three new provinces, that. four new provinces, five, including Hawaii. But hey, you know. Well, but no, they won't let it happen because they're going to lose so much.
0: Well, yeah, and the United States has already proven that it won't let anyone uh, secede from the Union, as uh, a number of states tried to do uh, just over 150 years ago.
1: Yeah, well, but apparently they, the state attorney general has issued an official ballot measure title and summary Tuesday. The campaign can now start gathering more than 585,000 signatures it will need to qualify for the 2018 ballot.
2: Hmm.
0: You can bet they'll get it, because after all, it is California, home of the leftards.
1: Yes, but those leftards will then want to join Canada.
0: Yeah, well, we've got enough. No, we don't want them. We've got enough leftards up here.
1: Uh, we got our own Hollywood up here. Yeah. It's called Victorian Vancouver. There you go. Mm. We don't. We
0: don't. We don't need. We don't need them.
1: Yeah, I guess that would be Cannawood.
0: And of course, California, being so good at running its current economy, would run itself so
1: well as a as a country. Yeah, well, that's why they they join Canada cuz they think that they get a pri- price break on the hydro that we sell them.
0: Ah, yeah, there's possibility. Yeah, exactly. We would actually, maybe we'd actually charge them real prices like they do over in Quebec.
1: You, you know what we sh- what should Where's happen? Ontario.
0: It's Ontario. Ontario Hydro where they overcharge.
1: Oh fuck. No, they just ain't only rape you. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: But um you know it, if we could get California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska and Texas. Okay? Cuz then we get the Texas from the oil from Texas and the oil from Alberta and fuck OPEC. Yes,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And while we're in this area here, let's let's dive into the latest uh, latest fiasco
1: from uh, the boy blunder,
0: President Trump, man. Oh, oh, Trump. Trump, man, and his uh, and his removal of transgenders from the uh, what's it thing. There's the. All right, we're talking about Trump here and uh, what he has issued the uh, order for transgenders to no longer be allowed in the U.S. military.
1: Yeah, there's um, a former Special Forces soldier who's now trans and says, come tell me to my face I'm not worthy.
0: Uh, It's not about not being worthy. It has nothing to do with not being worthy. People are taking this to places that I think they really shouldn't be taking it because it's not about being worthy and they seem to think they have a right to participate in the military. You don't have a right to participate in the military. No one has
1: a right to participate in the military. That's why it's so it's they're very selective. I mean, you've got to be in shape. You've got to be able to do X, do Y. You can, you y can
0: be to enter the military for any number of physical reasons.
1: Yep, they and can even just they can turn around and say, "No, we don't like your attitude. We don't want you." That's right.
0: It has nothing to do with that at all. What What it is, and it boils down to a lot for the military is dealing with the transgender in the military is basically a hassle for them.
1: But and, they've been doing it. They've been doing it only for
0: a year. But still. Everything's it, in place now. Not completely in place and they found that they don't like it. Now, everyone seems to think Trump made this decision all by his lonesome. Do you, honest to God, think he made this decision all by his lonesome?
1: Um, I think he made the choice by himself. Well, he, but had, he, to,
0: he had to make yeah, that choice. Because but he may have had in ch- some in
1: import in, input from...
0: All his generals.
1: Uh, yeah. All, well, the, the general staff... And a few other people. And then I think he said, you know what? I can make up my own mind and yeah, well, no matter what you guys say and just say, fuck it. Well, yeah. He's very anti-trans. Well, I don't think he's anti-trans. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's come out and said as much. Really? Yeah. We need, we need some clips on that. We got. Um, we gotta when get he some... was campaigning, he was like, oh, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be supporting all your rights, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, like every other. No,
0: no he promised to protect him. Yeah, I well, actually dig up a clip on that one.
1: Yeah, but you know, like every other politician, he's just going back on his word. You know, he got elected, now he says, fuck you.
0: Yeah, pretty much, but it's not like it's an over, overabundance of uh, voters that are going to give him grief anyway. So, but anyway, the thing is, is like the, the military does have that right to determine who's going to be in the military and what stuff they're going to be paying for. And I've seen both sides of this come from numerous different people, uh, military support it, military don't support it, people. Now, one of the big things I saw, and this one I found kind of interesting, all the people whining about it, the biggest, largest majority of them have never served in
1: the military or never been involved in the military. Yeah, but that's, you're yeah, going to get the, that with the, anything that has to do with the military. You know, you're always going to get people who have never served and don't understand what it's like to serve, mm-hmm. to start peeking off. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that piss me off the most because they don't know what it takes to wear the fucking uniform.
0: That's right. Now, while i never served, I grew up in a military family, so I understand what it takes to serve.
1: You've got an inkling. No,
0: I've got more than an inkling.
1: Uh, Until you've served, and this is no slight on you or anybody else who hasn't served, but until you have served... I I
0: won't have full understanding. No.
1: No one will have full understanding until, you know, you're pulled away from your family at a moment's notice... And yeah, the family knows what it's like to have that person pulled away, and know that they're going into imminent danger, but to be pulled away and said, "Okay, now we're sending you into the shit. This is what we're paying you for. Now it's time to do your job."
0: Absolutely. So if
1: you go. Okay, so let's right. move on. We'll
0: move on here.
1: Let's let's move back to Canada here. What are
0: we coming to Canada for?
1: The world needs to stop mindlessly fawning over Justin Trudeau. Oh God, yes. Oh please, you know. He's a bigger than bigger asshole than his father was. Um, but this article says, for a second, it almost seemed as though Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau might be capable of getting a sentence or two of bad press in the United States. Earlier this month, news of the scandal currently consuming Trudeau's prime ministership, his decision to preemptively settle civil suit with a Canadian-born ex Guantanamo Bay detainee Omar Kadar for eight million dollars—that's U.S. funds has begun to slowly trickle into the US headlines. Luckily, Rolling Stone was able not to rush to R- Rolling Stone was able to rush to his rescue this week. I'm never reading Rolling Stones again, with a fawning cover story by Stephen Roderick, musing wistfully about a national led a nation led by a man who wore a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy T-shirt on national television, rides a unicycle and welcomed forty thousand Syrian refugees and not refugees or fucking immigrants. Refugees, migrant workers, man. Refugees flee to the, first, the closest, safest country. After that, they're immigrants. They're
0: migrants after that. Immigrants, <laughs> migrants.
1: Um, it goes on to go Roderick's piece was more typical of the coverage Trudeau received South of the Border in the pre-Kadrara weeks, which has been dominated by stories such as a soxy war while meeting the leader of Ireland. Documented documented by Huff Post alongside eleven photos of Justin Trudeau kissing his wife instead of you. This appearance on Live with Kelly and Ryan, where Trudeau stoically refused to strip, his man-spreading cover for Sky Magazine, demonstrating his clear path to the hottest leader in the world, said TMZ, and a viral video of him hugging a unicorn puppet. If this doesn't make your day drastically better, we don't know what will, promised L. Oh my God, fuck. You know, oh, this stuff is like a natural laxative.
0: Yeah, well, you know.
1: In 2010, Kadar pleaded guilty in Guantanamo military court to killing U.S. Sergeant Christopher Spear during a firefight in Afghanistan, along with other terrorism charges, as part of a plea deal with the United States. Because Kadar was, Kadar, Kadar was Canadian by birth, though he lived barely any of his life in that country... And at teen, when he killed Spear, his journey through the U.S. wartime justice system was complicated and controversial. And a few months before his guilty plea, the Canadian Supreme Court re- ruled that his constitutional rights, which is bullshit because he doesn't have any constitutional rights, had been violated. In 2015, Kadar left president, and this month it was revealed that Trudeau administration had quietly elected to pay him $8 million U.S. to dodge further litigation. Okay, he pled guilty. To being a terrorist, and we're paying this fucker. $10.5 million Canadian to a terrorist. Yes, yes, yes. Which ties us into the next story I want to bring up. Okay. Breaking the C- US CIA to investigate Justin Trudeau for supporting ISIS.
0: Oh, cool. I don't have that link. But, oh, well, wait, it, I do. I do. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, now, this does go back a bit. They start off with saying, I found this news article and I'm curious why nothing has been said about this story in Canadian news or the CIA findings. The story was posted December 20th, 2015, so it's not like there hasn't been enough time to have learned something. Three communities in the House of Representatives announced Friday that they were launching concurrent investigations into allegations that Canadian Prime Minister deliberately manipulated intelligence reports from Syria and Iraq, allowing the Islamic State group to thrive. According to the Washington Examiner, the Republican reps, Ken Calvert of California, Mike Pompeo of Kansas, Brad Wenstrup of Ohio, will lead the investigation for the Armed Services Committee, Intelligence Committee, and the Defense Appropriations Subcommittee, respectively. They they have a link to the rest of the article. Now, if you don't say he's supported terrorism, check out the latest, the last thing we just talked about. He fucking paid $10.5 million to a terrorist. Yes. Okay. This man is guilty of collusion. He's guilty of treason. And so is Kadar. He should be removed from office. He should be tried for treason. And he should be shot.
0: And even better. Another story to add to the mess here. Justin is donating $20 million of taxpayer funds to the Clinton Foundation. Yay! We know how well they spend their money. Yay!
1: But you know, and yet our our own troops, who struggle to get their meds, who struggle to get a, a new wheelchair, to who struggle to get what they need, well, maybe are being screwed over. The
0: Clinton Foundation, the money's being donated to the Clinton Health Access mm. Initiative.
1: So, let's tie this in with our in service. Uh, our what? Our in-service. In-service. Yeah. Our uh, category for in-service.
0: Oh.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Let me go look at that.
1: Yeah. There's three stories in there that I've put up. do do do, do. Go back.
0: There we go. All right. Um, we'll bring this mess forward. So. Well, remember, folks, this is a show on the fly, for the fly, who's sitting on the wall watching the sky fall.
1: Yeah, we've got three stories in the in-service category. And one of them deals directly with what we were just talking about, the fact that our service members can't get the help that they need. The first Afghan mission soldier to die by suicide will be honored with a memorial cross. It's taken this fucking long, 13 years. 13 years, wow. And his family has had pressed about answers for about his death. And after six-month Globe and Mail investigation, the military ha- is acknowledging the soldier ended his life as a result of his deployment and is reversing its initial refusal to recognize his service. We lose so many troops when they come home to suicide. Yes. The these. Men and women cannot get the help that they need because Veterans Affairs, they are actually given a bonus for every case they turn down. Did you know that? So I've been told. Every time they refuse a vet benefits, they get a bonus. Yeah. This young lad served in Afghanistan, was suffering for, with PTSD Ended up taking his own life. Okay, he was a 22 year old rifleman with the 3rd Battalion of the Royal Canadian Regiment. He'd been back from Afghanistan for less than three months when he ended his life on May 8th, 2004, just hours before he was supposed to board a flight to Thunder Bay, Ontario to be with his family on Mother's Day.
0: Mm.
1: The military denied that his suicide was because of his service.
0: That sucks.
1: They finally relented after public pressure, and thank you to the public. For doing this, public pressure made them reverse their decision. You know, this family can now move on and start to put their lives back together. There's another story of a 67-year-old veteran who was kicked out of a Moncton hospital with nowhere to go. He was in the hospital. He's legally blind. He's in a wheelchair. And they took his him... The security took him and his belongings and put them out on a fucking sidewalk. His house is being renovated because of uh, his settlement with VA, but it won't be ready for a week. Hmm. Um, He was in hospital for two years and four months while social workers were trying to help him find a new home. He was admitted after a social worker found him unconscious at his home. At first, King said he, he tried to get a spot in a senior's home but it was finally decided by Veterans Affairs they would re- renovate his house to make it wheelchair accessible so he could continue living there. Nice. And finally, you know. He, he said he was told that the work would begin next Monday and the house would be ready in a week's time. That's why the discharge from the hospitals on Friday came as a huge shock, he, he said. They say I've been here too long. King said he asked the hospital staff if he could stay one more week while he waited for his house to be ready. He said the hospital declined and suggested he stay in a hotel instead. But King, who's on disability pension from the armed forces, said that's not something he can afford. And it's not, especially thanks to Harper clawing back the veterans' benefits. Yeah. Um, the CEO of the Volante Health Network, mm. Froggy Frogenstein, said he cannot comment on the specific cases. But he said the hospital would never put anyone out who requires medical attention on the street. Bullshit, you did. It does have a happy ending, though. The Royal Canadian Legion actually did something right for a change.
0: Did they?
1: Yes. Oh, wow.
0: What'd they do right?
1: Since we spoke to King earlier on Friday, members from the Moncton branch of the Royal Canadian Legion picked him up from the sidewalk outside the hospital. They're putting him up in a hotel for a week until his house is ready, and they... And are willing to provide care for him during that time. Meanwhile, Veterans Affairs said they were working with the provincial health authorities to make sure that this veteran's needs are met. Bullshit! If you were doing that, then he would never would have been kicked out in the first place. I mean, a 67-year-old veteran is kicked out of a hospital because he's been there too long. One more week is not going to break the fucking bank here, kids. And this next story... Veterans Advocate rallies for Torbrook Woman. This this woman was in the military. Now, I don't know how many of you know this, but in the Canadian military, you're forced to take part in PT, which could be something that you've never, a game that you've never done before. Like, whether it be floor hockey, dodgeball, ice hockey, swimming, you know. It doesn't matter. They're going to tell you what you're doing. This young lady, Leah Green, was 36 years old, a private, She couldn't find the support she needed from the military, and she turned to Barry Westholm, a national veterans advocate. Now, Westholm, okay, let's give you a little bit of history about Westholm. Um, Westholm made headlines last year after after his resignation from the Joint Personal Support Unit, the JPSU, and more recently, his break with the Conservative Party, openly criticizing the government for his poor treatment of ill and injured military personnel. The reason I want to bring up this story is not only to show you all the shit treatment that veterans get, but also to convey my condolences to Leah Green's family. She passed away. Because she couldn't get the help. You know, it, it sucks. She was the she was forced to play um i just want to find it hockey. here yes for, forced to play for for hockey she was playing the game for the first time when she accidentally twisted her back she pulled back to take a shot that was blocked by another player the force of the blocked motion wrenched her lower back and severely impacted the vertebrae she said i was the only female playing but i loved it she said i knew i was hurt real bad but i kept going I didn't want to admit I was injured. Later at work, I was trying to cook the asparagus, and I couldn't hold myself up. Yeah. Folks, if you're injured, do something about it. Don't let it get worse.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, you, you think you're being tough. You think you're being brave. You're actually being stupid. You're hurting yourself more. She toughed it out. Um, I found out about her through a friend of mine. There's... I, wanna, I really want to plug this, so I'm going to post this group to our Facebook page. It's called Send Up the Count. It's a group of veterans. We're there. If you need to talk, there's usually somebody on 24-7. If you could chat to these people, I will add the link when I get home, but we're there. There's always someone there to talk to. If you need to reach out, there's someone there they can somebody will reach out to you all chat logs are then deleted so there's no no worries there's a lot of worries among veterans who are suicidal that this is going to get reported our serving members this is going to get reported no we're there to help you to make sure that you're okay we don't care about your unit we don't care what your unit does so we're not going to tell them there you go and it's again on facebook it's called send up the count um also you know there's wounded warriors canada that do a lot for veterans with ptsd and there's also the camp praxis group camp praxis provides counseling services and training so that a veteran and their spouse learn to communicate again and learned how to recognize the bad days of the PTSD. Uh, it's done at completely no cost to the veteran or their family. They provide airfare, food, lodging, childcare. I can speak to this myself. They've done it for me. So after that, um, let's let's move on to sex.
0: Sex.
1: All okay. Right. So. This is what happens to your body when you stop having sex. Number three makes me really scared, apparently. <laughs> well, a sexy, well, a healthy sex life is not only ensures good, a good mood, <laughs> but when you stop having sex, you get sick more often. If you don't have sex for a long time, your immune system becomes significantly weaker. Germs then have an easier job of spreading in your body and can catch a cold or get the flu more easily. So, just by having more sex, you can help keep your herbal remedy teas in the closet. (laughs)
0: That's where they belong. In the closet. When
1: you stop having sex, your stress level increases. Hmm. Sex is a great way to reduce your stress levels. Regular sex reduces the amount of stress hormones and makes you feel more relaxed in everyday life. Without this important balance, you could become a ticking time bomb. When you stop having sex, it's harder for you to get aroused. It's hard to believe, but true. If you don't regularly practice, it's difficult for a lot of people to become aroused. Men can experience problems having erections, and it can be harder for women to have an orgasm. So, you have to stay on top of things and make sure the switch always remains on. When you stop having sex, your dreams change. Some people suddenly notice that they have strange dreams with... When their sex life is suffering, I can't it can't mean that you unexpectedly start dreaming about sex or have orgasms in your sleep or it can mean that you do rather. Number five, this is the one that scares me. You lose over time. You lose your desire to have sex. If your body notices that you're having a prolonged dry spell in the sexual sense, the production of sex hormones reduces. Feel less like having sex if you've been abstinent for a while. In addition, your libido will feel will eventually feel different. And this is all due to the fact that your sex hormones are slowly vanishing. When you stop having sex, you'll feel more distance between your partner and yourself. When a couple in a relationship only rarely sleep together, their interpersonal personal distances become greater. You may start to have feelings of uncertainty Related to your partner and other people will seem more attractive to you. Number seven, it lowers your feeling of self-worth. It is not surprising that a person's self-worth is harmed. That individual does not regularly feel desired, but a lack of sex has been proven to affect a person's well-being, leading to sadness or depression. When sex is absent from their lives. Studies have shown that having sex regularly helps fight depression. It can sometimes even work as well as antidepressants. That one I like. Yeah, that one did.
0: That's a good
1: one. Number eight scares the shit out of me because cancer runs rampant in my family. (laughs) You increase your risk of cancer. For men, the risk of prostate cancer increases when they don't have sex for longer periods of time. So it's not a bad idea for men to flush out the pipes because... The risk is significantly reduced. Well, if this isn't motivating enough, then I don't know what is. For all those, these reasons, we would almost—it would be almost irresponsible not to make love more regularly. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Not number, I mean, number eight actually does scare the crap out of me. Cancer is running rampant in my family, and you know, this is just an not somebody saying oh well I'm going to make up a list of reasons this is actually backed up by scientific data cool. um, they don't unfortunately they don't link it here on the Um but I've read this before and it's actually based on scientific fact so you know you, if you want to kill off your partner just stop sleeping with them um, there
0: you go Save time.
1: (laughs) Hundreds of women just freed their nipples across the world. Have you heard of the free the nipple?
0: Uh, Vic pops up from time to time.
1: Okay. Have you heard of Amber Rose?
0: Oh yeah, the Slut Walk. Yeah. You can't miss that one.
1: Okay. I actually agree with this whole free the nipple thing. Um, let them run free. Eventually men, get tired of looking at them. Men can pose pictures on Facebook, topless, nothing's done. Women post a topless picture and they're banned for three days because they showed a nipple. What women are doing is they're photoshopping a male nipple under their breasts. <laughs> yeah, photoshopping in quotes, folks. But... More and more women are starting to free the nipple. They're starting to say, "Look, you know," and this is one one right that should be equal. If I can walk around topless, so can any woman. I don't do it because I'm I'm so white; it's not funny. I mean, I probably like bacon, but well, women should have the right to walk around topless. They
0: should have. Did you yeah. know that once upon a time men couldn't walk around topless?
1: Yes. That's scary. You know, we we, had
0: to fight for the right to go top.
1: Yeah. And
0: um, And it wasn't all that long (laughs) ago. Only the late 1930s.
1: Yeah. It's like, (laughs) what the hell, people? You know, as a photographer who specializes in boudoir and artistic nude photography, you know, I have to be so careful what I put up on Facebook to highlight my work. But, you know, if it's of a guy, you could show the nipple. If it's of a woman, you can't even show the crack of her ass without her running the risk of getting banned for three days. Mm, Yeah. Because Mark Zuckerberg is so anally retentive and sexually repressed, he thinks women's nipples are a threat. He does. Well, yeah, and they tell you, you know, you can't post pictures of women's nipples. Hello, I like that picture. (laughs) Damn. That's a good angle for her. That is. That yeah, is. Um, so, let's go on from there All right. to what the left hand is doing.
0: What the left hand is doing.
1: Yes, you'll like some of these. There, There's two links in here. It's
0: not having nearly as much fun as the right hand. No,
1: apparently not. And um,
0: Which one are we going to start with?
1: Well, let's start with John Robertson. Why there are almost no shelters for male victims. And oh, why is asking that question question so controversial? This
0: brings us to some MRA stuff. All right. Oh, yes. We can yes. jump right in here.
1: I knew you would like this one.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and speaking as a man who had been beaten by his wife because she knew I would never hit back being verbally and emotionally abused... You know, anybody who says, oh, men don't get abused, they're full of shit. They're full of shit. I'll I mean, give, give you six months with my ex-wife. They don't get abused as often as women, but they get abused. Actually, they do. Do they? They do. Uh, I
0: thought it was, it was like uh, three out of, I don't know, four out of five women or something, and then three out of five men. Uh, men.
1: No, it's not as reported as much. Well, it's, it's hardly ever reported.
0: Yeah. Because if a man reports it, then uh, there's something wrong with it.
1: So, John Robert, John Robson, okay, says at the start of his article, Do you believe that men need help today? If so, we should do lunch. Specifically this Sunday, I'll be speaking at the opening of the Canadian Association for Equality. Café! At the Ottawa Centre for Men and Families. Yes, folks, you heard that right. The Ottawa Centre for Men... And, and families. Okay. Ottawa's first multi-service hub for the health and well-being of boys, men, fathers, and families. It's May 28th at Biago's Italian Kitchen in Richmond, on Richmond Road at 2 o'clock. And I hope you'll contribute and, if in the area, attend. Because surely such a thing is desirable. Well, now... You
0: would think.
1: But... It... When you... Bring up the fact that there's no better men's shelter people. Well, they don't need one. Yeah, they do. You know? Because you can't always go to a friend's place.
0: That's right.
1: Because most of your friends are married.
0: Usually.
1: And when you go over there and you tell them, man, my wife beat the out of me, they're either going to ridicule you or their wives are going to ridicule you or report back to your wife. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? It's... There's so much stigma attached to spouse abuse when it comes to the male. You know. If we strike back, then we're a piece of shit. Yep. If we sit there and let them beat on us, then we're not men.
2: Yep.
1: So yes, we're, we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. You know, you my doctor finally said to me, you know, you have this self defense training. You have the knowledge to stop this. I said, but I won't ever hit a woman in anger. I won't even hit one in self-defense. She goes, no, but you can block. And ah, but then they'll hurt themselves on you while you're blocking. That's what happened. My, my second wife, after I decided to start blocking, she turned around and said, ah, now I've got bruises, I can claim battery. And I said, go ahead, because you know what? My doctor's documented everything that you've done with, to me. The police have a file on you already, and... You know, the time that you broke my nose and gave me two black eyes, they've got pictures of that. So I blew that, that case out of the water. And of course, you know, with the equal rights and everything, she still got custody of the kids. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you can go and hear this man speak, go and hear him speak. Follow him. Uh, this story comes to us from the National Post, which isn't quite as biased as some of the other stuff out there. Like, the Sun is extremely right wing. The star is more left wing. The National Post tries to ride that center line. Now, now that we've got you all fucking paranoid and scared about what's gonna happen to you in the next time you beat your husband. The next article is This is how your fear and outrage are being sold for profit.
0: Yay, all you social justice warriors They're selling your
1: soul. Yeah. So the story of how one metric has changed the way you see the world and it's got a a picture of a newspaper the newsfeed. this is why you should be angry click here to feel righteous about it ah look at this nice thing that agrees with your worldview perfectly Click here. And why you should be afraid. Click here to learn about something terrifying that will statistically never happen to anyone you know. And even your Facebook is doing this, folks.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Those suggested ads, your friends are clicking on them, your friends are sharing these things to you, and they're going, oh my God, this is so outrageous. So and so should be impeached. So and so should be fucking shot. Blah, 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 blah. Look, okay? I do it. Trudeau should be fucking tried. That's my outrage.
0: Yeah, Very good outrage, but outrage.
1: Whether or not it's warranted, I'm trying to view, or I'm trying to sway other people's view to mine by explaining why this man should be tried for treason. He's colluded with the enemy. He's paid off the enemy. He's given financial support to the enemy. And if you don't think the Islamic State is the enemy, then you really need to pull your head out of the ass. Now... That being said, I'm not saying all Muslims are the enemy. Islam is not the enemy, the Islamic State, that extreme wing. It's like the KKK, you know?
0: Or anyone who believes the Torah, the way people believe the
1: Bible. That they believe it's the actual word written by God. Yeah, God's got a printing press up in heaven and he's got nothing better to do than just print off Bibles.
0: And Torahs. And God didn't write that. Muhammad wrote that. No,
1: that's a Quran. Yeah, Quran. That's what I meant. I meant to say the Quran. But it was the word of Allah that Muhammad wrote.
0: Ah, yeah, okay.
1: And God God prints it all off and prints off the the Torah, the Quran and the Bible and says, This is my word, you must believe it. And even the Bible itself, the different versions, disagree with one another. And they, they contradict each other. So, you know, you can't believe everything that you read. Don't believe the mainstream media. You know, they, because they're catering to fear-mongering. The story goes on. One evening in late October 2014, a doctor checked his own pulse and stepped onto a subway car in New York City. He had just returned home from a brief stint volunteering overseas. And he was heading to Brooklyn to meet some friends at a bowling alley. He was looking forward to his break. Earlier that day, he'd gone for a run around the city, grabbed a coffee on the High high Line, and eaten at a local meatball shop, where when he woke up the next day exhausted with a slight fever, he called his employer. Within 24 hours, he'd become the most feared man in New York. His exact path through the entire city would be scrutinized by hundreds of people. The establishments he visited would be shuttered, and his friends and fiancé would be put into quarantine. Dr. Craig Spencer had contracted Ebola while he was treating patients in Guinea with Doctors Without Borders. He was not contagious until long after he was put into quarantine. He followed protocol to the letter in reporting his symptoms and posed no threat to anyone around him while he was in the public. He was a model patient, a fact readily, readily shared by experts. The physical damage done by the disease itself was small. The hysteria, however...
0: Here, oh, missed the uh, paragraph here.
1: He did not stop at a medical explosion declaring an imminent apocalypse.
0: This did not stop a media explosion oh, sorry. declaring an imminent apocalypse. Yeah. A frenzy of clickbait and terrifying narratives emerged as, a, as every major news entity raced to capitalize on the collective Ebola panic.
1: The physical damage done by the disease in itself was small. The hysteria, however... Traveling instantly across the internet, shuttered schools, grounded flights, and terrified the nation. CNN, doctor in New York, test positive for Ebola. Omitted information, experts say no threat to public. New York Times, doctor in quarantine. Doctor in New York in City, sick with Ebola. Quarantine before contagious, say experts, omitted. Patient in New York City hospitals, t- test positive for Ebola. Of information that was omitted was but was not contagious while in public. There so, you and your social media exploded around it. You all saw it come up in your Facebook feeds, your Twitter feeds. And if anyone still has MySpace, it probably went all over that.
0: Not only the bad bands have MySpace.
1: Yeah, well, so here, here's
0: a little bit more, one more paragraph on it. Social mm-hmm. media exploded around the topic. Reaching 6,000 tweets per hour, leaving the CDC and public health officials scrambling to curtail the misinformation spreading in all directions. The fear traveled as widely as the stories reporting it. The emotional response and the media attached to it generated billions of impressions for the companies reporting
1: on it. So all of this was done just to get your money.
0: That's billions of ad revenue impressions is yeah. what it was all about.
1: Yeah. And you you pick up the paper that says patient at New York City Hospital test positive for Ebola and you're gonna read that and you're gonna look at the ads and go, oh shit, there's a sale on at Macy's. Yeah. Pretty yep. much. It 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 just shows how much they count on you to get scared, to get outraged, to get all these emotions going to get your dollar that's why the only source that you can rely on is the cranky old bastard <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's that's us guys
1: <laughs> no, that's me that's the co-host I'm the cranky old bastard my word is law yeah
0: we won't go down that path
1: um, but read this entire article folks I'm sure you'll find it very interesting those of you who can actually think for yourselves And I know there's some of you out there that can. Not many, but some.
0: It's starting to grow. More and more people are starting to think again.
1: I'm talking to our audience. Yeah, well, I'm
0: talking to our audience, too.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, let's continue on. Obviously, they can
0: think. They found this show.
1: Let's continue on something along the same lines. And you're going to love this. Okay. Microchipping.
0: Oh, God, yes. And that one there.
1: (laughs) Her Dilemma. Do I let my employer microchip me? Okay.
0: Is that is that one in our in our thing? Yes, it
1: is. It's, it's down near the bottom.
2: Of,
0: of the,
1: uh, and it's fucking the left science.
0: With the, with the left. Oh, and it's fucking science. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's fucking science. There we go. Fucking science. All
1: right. Okay, so. Let's bring that one up. Melissa Timmons has a week to decide. Does she keep her hand to herself or does she let her employer microchip her? The implant is the size of a grain of rice. It would slip under the skin between the forefinger and thumb. It would sting for only a second. Then she could unlock doors or log on to her computer with a wave. Her flesh could hold her credit card, her medical records, her passport. It could hold so much information.
0: Yeah.
1: At first, I thought it was a joke, she said. She's 46 years old and works in sales at the Three Square Market, a Wisconsin company that makes vending machine software. The offer came after her boss returned from a business trip to Stockholm, where he encountered Biohack Sweden, a startup that aims to endow body parts with technological power. Basically, what this company wants to do is after they've put a chip into all their employees, they want to chip you, so that you can walk up to their vending machines and all your financial information is stored on this microchip and you wave your hand over the microchip and you buy yourself a bottle of Pepsi. Yes. Because real people drink Coke. <laughs> but anyways, this is their their pitch. You know, Make it easier, wave your hand, buy what you need. This
0: is the pitch for the controlling state to control your funds, to do away with cash, to have everything be electronic, to, and uh, surprisingly, Australia is moving in this direction very rapidly of every, every other country. They're moving forward faster than anyone else. And businesses are, of course, going to promote this as the wave of the future. You won't have to worry about anything. All your stuff will be in your hand. You won't have to lose, worry about losing your wallet or your ID or anything and such and such. But what that doesn't take into account is we're talking about the grid here. The grid is not a stable thing. It's never, ever going to be a real stable thing. When the grade goes down, you can't access anything. The worst thing can happen that you piss off the wrong person who has the ability to turn off your funds. And if you don't believe that will happen, go look up the number of people in the last month that have had their, their sources of revenue cut off because they pissed off the wrong person or they held the wrong
1: political opinion. Yeah. Now, this is all done through RFID, Radio Frequency Identification mm-hmm. Chips. Now, anybody can go and buy an RFID reader so you get that chip i walk up with my rfid reader and you don't even realize that i now have all your banking information and i've just taken your life savings Mm, and your id
0: and everything else now
1: let's go on with the the fear-mongering about your but we're not going to talk about your financial information Mm. chump will know exactly where you've been exactly what you bought exactly when you're going to the bathroom Okay, they're going to know everything about you. Where you go, what you do. do you yeah, they may not, yeah, they're going to know, hey, this, this guy's RFID chip is really, really close to this woman's RFID chip. Hmm, they're either holding hands or they're doing something else. Oh, yeah. well, the distance has changed. They're definitely doing something else. Okay, they're going to know what stores you visit. They're going to know what movies you see, what books you read, What stores you buy from, they're going to know which political rallies you go to, which non-political rallies you go to, you know, they're going to know everything about you. There will not be a secret anymore. James Orwell was ahead of his time when he wrote 1984. Yes, I know it's 2017, but everything that he predicted is coming true.
0: Oh, pretty much. And you, to add to this mess here, you've heard about the new store opening in Seattle, right, from Amazon? No. The Amazon Go store? This is the one here. This is one step below an implanted RFID chip. You go into this new Amazon Go store, and this Amazon Go store, you sign into the store with your smartphone. You have an Amazon app. You scan your phone as you walk in, and then everything you take off the shelves is automatically charged to your phone. If you put it back on the shelves, it's supposed to take it off the shelf. But There's no cashiers at all. Then you just walk out of the store. Yeah.
1: Oh, how long do you think that's gonna last before somebody turns around and fucks with the system?
0: Oh, probably not very long, but the point being is this is what they're trying to move everything towards. This is where they're trying to move the systems of total a hundred percent monitoring, tracking of every single aspect of your life. And this is no bullshit anymore. It's no longer conspiracy theory crap. It's no longer the guys in tinfoil hats saying that they know everything about you. And it's an amazing amount of information they know about you. I actually kind of discovered it recently when I looked in my own credit reports and finally brought them up and they had information I'd long since forgotten. You know, and it's there permanently, etched into the ether in some server farm in some part of the globe. Doesn't go away, unless we destroy electricity.
1: Okay, so this ties in with our social justice warriors. So let's move on to that category. All right, let's go. Let's go in there. Photos. Social justice warriors. Photos from the Megaloth.
0: Hang on a sec. I gotta get to
1: this. Okay. Okay. While pull you're your looking, bones, pull your pod. <laughs> while you're looking for that, I'm going to go over to the other story in the same topic. Qualicum Beach finds dog groomer $300 for painted rock advertisements. Oh
0: yes. Okay. Well, let's start there. Yeah.
1: She. Okay. There's a video step clip to see this. Okay. You'll need the fat Adobe Flash player to watch it. But this woman picked Hold up life, small rocks yeah. and painted. The name of her business on it. Like a nice brightly colored rock, a little paw prints, the name of her dog grooming business, and she put them around the city and people fucking complained. She was fined three hundred dollars, a hundred dollars per, per rock that they found. Yes. Saying that and the the
0: <laughs> Come on, we gotta read the bit, you gotta the, read the bit here of why they said it was for so we can really yeah. get
1: into it. First of all, you need a permit for signs. And second of all, if you put up a sign, it has to be on your own property. It said Luke Sales, Qualcomm Beach Director of Planning. This town is also concerned that other businesses might see what Christensen is oh, doing you the best and, and try to copy here. it. Well, hang on. Okay. What's that?
0: The one where they say that... Um, oh, where the go?
1: rocks don't meet the town's policies? No, 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 no. It, $100 he, for every offending rock?
0: He started <laughs> off by saying the rocks are a, were a hazard. That he's found the rocks on a sidewalk and they were a tripping hazard.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like, okay, and the rocks were probably there before they were painted, but yeah. made them more hazardous. That You could see them now? Yeah, you you, they're,
1: they're brightly colored. You can see them now. <laughs> you can see them now. Yeah, it, If you hadn't been able to see them, you wouldn't have found it. That's
0: right. <laughs>
1: you, you should be thanking this lady.
0: Yeah, she's making the rocks
1: more visible. Yeah, and if if one woman says... I thought it was a really nice way to advertise. It says, Rena Weem of Belle Femme Boutique. It wasn't invasive.
0: Yeah. You've got to give the woman credit for uh, creativity, man. It, exactly. You, about you can't be around. creative
1: in today's society,
0: though. That's the problem. <clears throat> the moment you get creative, they find, <clears throat> a, they find a silly rule to slap
1: you with it. So... Um, Luke Sales goes on to say, Little signs place everywhere. Suddenly you're blind to signs, says Sales. On balance, it's designed to create the kind of community that people in Qualicum Beach want. You know what? I bet you if you were to ask the people of Qualicum Beach, the majority of them would say, Hey, fuck, it's a wonderful idea. Why didn't somebody else think of this? Yeah. But because this woman showed some ingenuity and some creativeness, she's being punished. Absolutely. And it, it sucks, and I'm really ashamed to say that Qualicum Beach is here on the island, mm. you know? And <laughs> it just, it pisses me off to see this shit. Yep. Um, it guarantees that, you know, <laughs> I'll never live in Qualicum Beach, because I'm not going to support that kind of fucking community. Okay, so let's move on to what happens at Megaluff. doesn't stay in Megalov anymore. There's photos those, on Facebook for, page for those, captured.
0: For those that don't know what uh, Megalof is, Magalof is the Vegas of the uh, of Europe. It's yeah. in it's in southern Spain, it's a <laughs> Spanish resort.
1: So there's a page on Facebook called the Magala, no, Mega 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 Walk of Shame. It's a laugh, and I have said most people were happy to feature. And as you scroll down, you're going to see some pictures of people doing the walk of shame.
0: Yes, the real walk of shame.
1: Some of them aren't wearing any clothes.
0: Which is the ultimate walk of shame.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, not really. I mean... If you're comfortable walking around without a place. The,
0: the walk like, of shame is the morning after. Like, oh my God, what did I do last <laughs> night? And how the hell do I get
1: back to my room? Where the hell uh, am I at? But man, that's where the just, fuck are my clothes? That's society putting pressure on people.
0: No, it's the joke, man. That's yeah. the joke. Well, it's the, not yeah. pressure. It's the joke. It's like the walk of shame. Everyone has done the walk of shame at least once in their life.
1: Well, actually, for me, it was the run of shame.
0: Run, walk, whatever you want to do. At any rate, this is an amusing website.
1: When a woman says she was I a good girl? Did I do good? You run out of there. You don't walk. You run. Yeah, yeah. You sprout wings and you fucking fly.
0: So anyway, this page here has some very interesting photos. I thought it would make a great joke. And it's actually quite entertaining to just uh, wander through and look at all these poor souls that are enjoying themselves and having way too much fun.
1: Yeah. So um, we're running out of stuff to talk about.
0: Well, we weren't we weren't overly overly prepared. Okay, this
1: week. This let, let's go our into our the week. feel good category. The feel good. Category. Yeah, something Sorry. to make you actually feel good and say, you know, these guys aren't always so fucking negative, and they don't slam everybody. So, let's pull up our feel good. All right. Game of Thrones fan changes Toronto area highway. Oh, hang on. I'm getting noise. Oh, no, my app blocker's on. The first story that I pulled up was about a, a hawk that's being raised by eagles in Sydney, British Columbia.
0: Okay.
1: Um, they brought this nestling in, and, you know, it, it kind of got adopted by these bald eagles. And people have expected to see it gone or killed. But it's actually starting to think that it's an eagle and it's acting like an eagle. So you've got the story up there. there this is from Matt Geo. So not, a, not as biased as some, but, you know.
0: National Geographic, yeah. well, you know. Once upon a time, they were amazing. And now they're just good.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, this this red-tailed hawk thinks it's a bald eagle. Now they're hoping that its genetics are going to kick in because soon the bald eagles are going to be leaving for the annual salmon runs. And while they might not go too far, some of them will go right up to Alaska. Yeah, And they're hoping that this hawk's genetics are going to kick in because other eagles will kill it on sight. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... They're hoping that it, they've noticed that it started swooping down and picking up pine cones and small rocks like most hawks do when they're learning to hunt. So they've got some good feelings for this. Um, Hoping that this is going to actually turn out well. They're surprised that this hawk has lasted so long, but there's been an abundance of food, so it's Nestmates haven't killed it, but they have been bullying it. Well,
2: you
0: know. Yeah. Genetics, man. Genetics yeah. Genetics rule.
1: So, the next one that we have is from Toronto on the Highway 401. The Game of Thrones fans changed Toronto area Highway sign to the John Snow Parkway. Now, it, for those of you that don't know, it's the James Snow Parkway, but someone has put up this sign, and it's got the Game of Thrones wolf head from the, uh, the Stark House. And it says, Winter's coming, and it's got the name John Snow. Like, John is covering the James, and it's the James Snow Parkway. And they've covered the sign to read, John Snow Parkway. And apparently, some people getting really confused about it because well that's the john snow parkway not the james snow parkway
0: oh people are right. dumb
1: yes but it's on the eastbound 401 and it's they've changed it to say the john snow parkway there's a video there um john snow is one of the best loved characters in game well, of thrones
0: you're a game of thrones fan
1: yeah um, we should bring up here he yeah. he's Ned Stark's bastard child and, and he you don't
0: know this information already you're living under a fucking rock and oof. you haven't at least watched the first season of Game of Thrones or heard your friends incessantly <laughs> go on about it So, oh
1: okay. it's you know what it's far better than read the books
0: they're much better it's
1: far better than fucking World of Warcraft
0: there's nothing to do. One has nothing to do. Sure to it me. is. The, other's, the one movie. is an
1: entertaining show. The other one is a waste of fucking money. Either way, it's like Game of War. Either, or.
0: Either way, they're all a waste of money. Game, it doesn't really matter. The, it, it's, it's letting your brain escape to some place. Yes. is all it is. The, and th- this is
1: cute. I think it's really cute that someone's cute, gone through funny, this. And it's funny
0: <laughs> that people can't figure out that it's a joke. Um, yeah. And don't seem to understand that that isn't the way a highway sign would actually look if it was done by the government because they wouldn't put a black piece of tape over partial white letters that you can still see Well, through.
1: this is Ontario, you know, where, you know, you uh, pay true. multi-million dollars for a month's hydro. Yeah. <laughs> so our last one in the feel-good category, and this actually does make me feel good, It's about a group of fifth graders who pulled together... And protect a bully classmate who's got special needs. These kids pulled together and helped protect this boy with special needs, became friends with him, have included him in all their activities, and they went so far as to buy this kid a video game system so that he could have his friends over for video Because the kid didn't have video games. Cool. You know? So these kids banded together. They raised their, some money and saved their allowances and everything and bought the special needs kid some video games. And his mom actually broke down in tears the first time they all came over to play video games with him. But these kids are fifth graders. You don't see this type of action from fifth graders. And I think it's fantastic. Kudos to their parents for raising their kids right. Kudos to these kids who stick up for this boy. You know... It's a great little story. Run, run the video. Run the video.
0: Run
2: right. the video. All right, run the video. Waiting, 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 waiting,
0: waiting, waiting, waiting. waiting, waiting. Oh, it's like to the flag.
2: All the students at Franklin Elementary start every day. With a pledge. Indivisible. But the justice for all part belongs to five fifth grade boys.
3: Why pick on someone who has special needs? Yeah.
2: They're talking about James Wilmer. I is. Who learns a little differently than most of the other fifth graders.
0: Coins. They're like using them.
2: Which, it turns out. And taking advantage of them. Can get a guy teased point because he's easier to pick
3: on and this is not right
2: which is why gus tyler landon jake and jack decided this year to have james's back it really kind of makes you proud to be their teacher mallory hauk says the school's anti-bullying lessons must have struck a chord but this has gone beyond even her expectations thank you james's mom's he used to not want to go out for recess or anything. It would be like a struggle. And now he can barely eat his lunch to get outside to play with those guys. Play and learn. He
0: has a notebook with over oh. six hundred teams of college. Gustavus Adolphus. That's the one he likes sports. Nebraska.
2: They learned too that James was adopted from an orphanage in Columbia, and that six years later he lost his new father in a bicycle accident we just got a basketball hoop last week because he now loves basketball i mean they're changing him and they're still not done like do you have any sports games he like and he was
0: like no i don't have any video game systems so that's when i came up with the idea
2: with some of their own money and some from their parents the boys recently delivered to james video games and a new PlayStation. Every one of them was smiling like crazy. The first time friends had ever come to play with James. I'll never forget it.
0: Never. Jeff? What? New time I is shoe. Yep. In <laughs> He's an awesome kid to hang out with. You're too fast! <laughs> 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 a baby.
1: Touchdown! <laughs> Woo! All of these guys are are the best friends anybody could ask for.
2: No Franklin fifth-grade friends have ever pledged allegiance like the James Gang.
1: It's my 12th touchdown. All of you guys. There you go. So yeah, that's One a feel-good,
0: feel-good thing.
1: Yeah. So that's I think. Pretty much all we've got listed for, but let's go to our Facebook page. Oh, Be-
0: sure.
1: Um, oh, actually, no, before we do that, we've got one thing on global warming.
0: Global warming? Yeah. What do we have on global warming?
1: The Canadian Supreme Court says no to an oil company. And you won't find this on Canadian news sites. This comes to me from Maori Television in New Zealand. Okay, the Supreme Court of Canada has ruled oil and gas exploration off the coast of an isolated Inuit hamlet in northern Canada
2: okay.
1: has overruled. Um, Clyde River's locals, Clyde River locals, have been fighting a four-year-long, four for four long years, to keep oil and gas companies out of their waters. The Inuit hamlet located on the shore of Baffin Islands. Patricia Bay North of Canada is standing in solidarity against oil and gas exploration. Greenpeace climate campaigner Mike Smith says it's a huge step forward for indigenous people. But basically, the Inuit community has been fighting oil and gas exploration off their shores. The oil company took them to court. And it They won. Then they knew it's won. Then the oil company... Finally, the Supreme Court of Canada has overruled oil and gas exploration. So they said to them, no. Which is fantastic. I I honestly think it's a great move that they did. And... uh, Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, it is. There's a video there. But it, it had to come to us from Maori News in New Zealand. Yeah,
0: well, it's because our media wouldn't cover
1: something no. like this. Oh, after that video about the boy with special needs, I was looking at the little video clips on the side, and there's a story there. It's going to take me thirty seconds to read the story for you. Okay. The Newport, Oregon Police Department was recently alerted to a cat who appeared to be armed, possibly with a semi-automatic weapon, oh, and wow. had situated itself high in a tree. That's old. Oh, that's I know that's it's old, story, but
0: man, I've
1: seen that one a dozen times. Oh, it's hilarious. I, it's I mean, come hilarious. on, people.
0: It just shows the amount of fear that is out there in the world yeah. today and that the massive capitalization of the fear, as we discussed earlier.
1: So now you posted on our Facebook page, 22 funny little differences between women and men.
0: Oh, all right. Let's go find that and bring it up just because.
1: Yeah.
0: First, I got to get to our Facebook page.
1: You should have had it already loaded. Oh, you should have our Facebook page always loaded and going, blow me. You only wish it'd be the best blowjob you ever had. Well, at least it'd be a blowjob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go, cranky old bastard Facebook page. Well, <clears throat> oh, how about this one? The
1: day the penis asked for. A we'll race. cover that next. <laughs> so the battle All of right. the sexes wages on. Does it? You know, it has for a while now. There's a ton of assumptions we all make about each other. Usually, it's along the lines of guys are simple, women are complex. And while I know a lot of us prove this form from time to time, I'm sure there's another way we can phrase it. I'd say men aren't simple, they're efficient. And women aren't complex, they're intricate. That works, right? Same thing. thing. Well, whatever you take on the matter is, you can't deny these funny little differences between guys and gals.
0: All right.
1: Getting ready ahead. in the morning. 7 a.m. Wake up. By 7 to 10, the guys had a shit, shower, shave, shampoo, dressed, and out the door.
2: Yep.
1: Woman gets up at seven. Well, then she's gotta brush her teeth and pose, I guess, and sit po- around uh, in her undies for yeah. a while and stare at the clothes. Yeah. In the By 9:30, she's finally ready to go to work. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Two. And what we'll wear for the day, depending on the event, of course. What do we wear? Men, men for cocktails, funeral, job interview, wedding, church, graduation. Same suit,
0: same suit works for all of them. Yep,
1: man. women, love that, man. cocktail dresses, a uh, black funeral dress, job interview, business suit, wedding, a formal gown, church, Volkswagen seat covers, <laughs> graduation, uh, off the shoulder, little number.
0: There you go, different, different dress every time. Yep.
1: Yeah. we. When we know we'll see each other. What girls do when they get ready and get messages from a crush that he's coming to, soon to visit her. Well, we got to touch up our hair. we got to do our makeup. we got to curl our eyelashes and put lipstick on. What guys do when they get a message from a crush that she's coming...
0: Coming over? Yeah. Clean the beer bottles up. That'd yeah,
1: pick great. the beer bottles up. Joke with your buddies. Fuck around. And when we don't... We won't see each other. A guy, I think... How guys think it will be after breaking up. Women all over the place.
2: Yeah.
1: How girls think it will be after breaking up. They're sitting alone in a park. In reality, the guy's sitting at home with pizza boxes playing video games. and What the fuck? And in reality, and the, girl, the girls are out partying.
2: That's
0: right. That's pretty much true, I would say. All right, next up.
1: Girls checking men out. In the compact looking at them. Ooh. Guys checking out girls. Damn. That's pretty much But, you know, this one I have to disagree with.
0: Yeah. Well, well nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, women are more ballsy about
1: it. Well, no. I my girlfriend would turn around to me. Oh, check out that girl. Fuck, she's hot. Well, there you go. How would you like to do her? Okay, would you rather do her or her?
0: It saves you having to snap your head everywhere.
1: <laughs> exactly. She's saving me from whiplash. Six. How how we I'm impress one read another. This one
0: here. How to Im- how to impress one another. How to impress a woman? Compliment her. <laughs> Cuddle her kiss her, caress her, love her, comfort her, protect her, hug her, hold her, spend money on her, wine and dine her, listen to her, care for her, stand by her, support her, go to the ends of the earth for her. All right. You got all that? The list probably goes on. How to impress a man.
1: Show up naked. Bring beer. No, I don't want beer. Coke, whatever. Show up up naked and bring chapstick. Because you're going to need it.
0: (laughs) Whatever. It it doesn't matter what comes after show up naked. It's just to show up naked. Pretty much,
1: yeah. Show up naked. When it comes to the art of seduction, how to turn a guy on? Light switch. How to turn a girl on? Fucking um, mission to the the moon. It's
0: like the mission to the moon central panel. And that's pretty much it. You really got to look at this picture because it nails it quite well.
1: Okay. Remember, we talked about that video from uh, the shoe company, that where we have to we have to pay f- so much for the best haircuts. Oh yeah, and, best haircuts. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, on the subject of haircuts, getting a haircut for men. Before he looks like a fucking mop. After he still needs a haircut. He pays fifteen bucks. Looks like Women before. After pays two hundred seventy-five bucks and it looks a fucking same. And then they get pissed off at us because they expect us to notice. Yeah, yeah. do you notice anything? Yeah. Um, your shoes are shining. <laughs> you're wearing clothes. He <laughs> didn't show up naked. <laughs> and and of, course, of course, what products do you, do you use on her hair? How huh? women true shampoo. And it's got a whole pie graph here over effective for smell. What does it? What it does to the hair, ingredients, color, quality, design, recommendations, reviews, quantity, and popularity. How men choose shampoo? It says shampoo. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much it. That's how I choose mine, you see? It says shampoo and it's cheap.
1: <laughs> and then th- this picture of when we break our nails. When a woman breaks her nails, it's the end of the world. Damn, I broke a nail. <laughs> Guys break a nail? Fuck it. And- unless it... Ca- you break it and it rips right down the side, and, and it's it, painful. Yeah, and then it's like, "fuck it." <laughs> then, it's a,
0: then it's a fuck it pain, uh, face of pain. When it comes to social media,
1: yes. When you go, don't go on Facebook for a week. You get one notice for guys, women. They got eighty-six friends requests, ninety-three pu- private messages, and eight notifications.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the hazards of being a woman.
1: Or writing a personal diary. I'm going to let you read. <clears throat> right. her journal
0: I will read this one <clears throat> her diary tonight I thought my husband was acting weird we had made plans to meet at a nice restaurant for dinner I was shopping with my friends all day long so I thought he was upset at the fact that I was a bit late but he made no comment on it Conversations, conversation wasn't flowing so I suggested that we go somewhere quiet so we could talk he agreed but he didn't say much I asked him what was wrong he said nothing I asked him if it was my fault that he was upset. He said he wasn't upset, that it had nothing to do with me and not to worry about it. On the way home, I told him I loved him. He smiled slightly and kept driving. I can't explain his behavior. I don't know why he didn't say I love you too when we got home. I felt, I felt as if I had lost him completely, as if he wanted nothing to do with me anymore. He just sat there quietly and watched TV. He continued, he continued to seem distant and absent. Finally, with silence all around us, I decided to go to bed. About 15 minutes later, he came to bed, but I still felt he was distracted and his thoughts were somewhere else. He fell asleep. I cried. I don't know what to do. I'm almost sure that his thoughts are with someone else. My life is a disaster. His diary, motorcycle won't start. Can't figure out why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true.
0: That would, that would occupy a man's mind for hours. Yep,
1: exactly. And, you know, it's, I'm going to put up another um, link in the feel-good, but I'm going to read this out because it ties in. The men's rules for women. Okay? Learn to work the toilet seat. You're a big girl. If it's up, put it down. We need it up, you need it down. You don't hear us whining about you leaving it down. <laughs> Sometimes we're not thinking about you. Live with it. Saturdays equal sports. Crying is blackmail. Yep. Ask for what you want. Subtle hints don't work. Strong hints don't work. Obvious hints do not work. Just say it. Yep. We don't remember dates. Mark them on the calendar and remind us frequently. Yes and no are perfectly acceptable answers to almost every question. Come to us with a problem only if you want help solving it. That's what we do. Sympathy is what your girlfriends are for. Check your oil, please. (laughs) Anything we said six months ago is inadmissible in an argument. In fact, all comments become null and void after seven days. If you think you're fat, you probably are. Don't ask us. We refuse to answer that question anymore. Like, it's a loaded question. Honey, do these pants make my ass look fat? No, your fat ass makes your a- ass look fat. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> if something we said can be interpreted, interpreted, <laughs> interpreted two ways, and one way makes you feel sad or angry, we meant the other one.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely.
1: Let us look. It doesn't hurt anyone to look, and for us, it's genetic. <laughs> Whenever possible, please save whatever you have to say during the commercials. Christopher Columbus did not need directions and neither do we. Well he did actually, but the Vikings didn't need directions, neither do we. All men see in only sixteen colors. Peach, for example, is a fruit, not a color. We have no idea what mauve is. Absolutely. We are not mind readers and we never will be. This is my personal favorite. If we ask what's wrong and you say nothing, we will believe you. We will act as if nothing is wrong. We know you're full of shit, but we're going to act like nothing's wrong. When we have to go somewhere, absolutely anything you wear is fine. You have enough clothes. You have too many shoes. It's neither in your best interest or ours to take that quiz together. No, it doesn't matter which quiz. Beer is as exciting for us as handbags are for you. Thank you for reading this. Yes, I know I have to sleep on the couch tonight, but did you know we really don't mind that? It's like camping for us. <laughs> That's a good picture. I like that picture that you got up there.
0: Yeah, well, you know, little little eye candy for our for our people watching
1: on uh, yeah. YouTube. Okay, so let's go back to our twenty-two funny differences between men and women.
0: Oh, we finished those. They're... No, no, we didn't.
1: We we're still on number the thirteen. Rest them,
0: the rest of them were not as funny. Man. Oh, Okay, they're just we'll, we'll find we let them. them. Go.
1: Fine, be that way. The
0: piece you read out was much funnier.
1: The day the penis asked for a raise. Go ahead.
0: All right, here we go. Let's bring it up. All right, Um. the day the penis asked for a raise. I, the penis, hereby request a raise in salary for the following reasons. I do physical labor. I work in great depths. I plunge headfirst into everything I do. I do not get weekends or public holidays off. I work in damp, dark environment, with very high temperatures and poor ventilation. My work often exposes me to contagious disease. Sincerely, P. And the response from HR, Dear P. after assessing your request and considering the arguments you have raised, the administration rejects your request for the following reasons. You do not work eight hours straight. You fall asleep after brief work periods. You do not always follow the orders of the management team. You do not stay in your designated area and are often seen visiting other locations. You do not take initiative. You need to be pressured and stimulated in order to start working. You leave the workplace rather messy at the end of your shift. You don't always observe necessary safety precautions such as wearing the correct protective clothing. You will retire before, before you are at 65. You are unable to work double shifts. You sometimes leave your designated work area before you have completed the assigned task. And if that weren't enough, you have been seen constantly entering and exiting the workplace carrying two suspicious-looking bags. Sincerely, Vegina. There you go. (laughs) I found it
1: amusing. It's cute.
0: It's pointless, but it's Mm -hmm. funny.
1: Okay, so what are these... um,
0: What are we after here?
1: These blue-collar logic videos.
0: Oh, You posted
1: a shitload of these.
0: That's because they were interesting, and I found them quite fascinating, especially the ones, uh, let's welcome to the pity party. Let's play one, just for fun. Off we go.
3: I've attended a couple thousand AA meetings. There's an expression that you'll hear that describes wallowing in the problem rather than getting into the solutions. It's called a pity party. Self-pity is kryptonite to a recovering addict. Seven of the 12 steps deal with admitting that you are the problem. It's understood that until an alcoholic or drug addict accepts personal responsibility for his life and his failures, he is doomed to keep repeating the cycle. And of course we have the enablers. Everybody knows an enabler. Enablers are so much a part of the addiction story that they have their own 12-step groups. An addict has a genius for finding enablers and manipulating them into service. Of course, the enabler is also using the addict. Each is getting something from the other that he or she needs. It takes courage to stand up to an addict that you love, to break the cycle of dependence, knowing that he may hate you for a while. That's a hard thing. It's also hard to admit that you can't save him, that only he can save himself. We live in a society in love with the idea of salvation. And in our dominant religions, we're either praising a savior or waiting for one. Our books and movies are full of cliffhangers where the mighty hero shows up in the nick of time and saves the day. Even a dog that we get from the pound is now a rescued dog, as if we ran into a burning building, grabbed the mud, and dove out through a window as the roof fell in. But the truth is that humans are at their best when they rescue themselves. That's how we grow our emotional muscles and build our personal strength. A society built from strong people of sturdy character is a mighty society. And one constructed of victims is doomed to fade away. The American left is an enabler's paradise. In this world, nobody is fighting against their inclination to do for others what others ought to do for themselves. Liberals are obsessed with compassion and equality. They try to use the one to achieve the other. They think that if they can just lavish enough compassion and money on the less fortunate they can achieve the goal of an equal society. This awakes in left-wing activists a sort of messiah complex. In order to feel good about themselves, they need always to be saving somebody from somebody else. And so it is that Democrats cultivate victims. They farm them. For example, they insist that blacks are victims of invisible racism rather than internal cultural problems in need of adjustment. If the problem is in-house, then black people need to fix it themselves, and they will get the credit for fixing it. That leaves white liberals out of the loop. Same goes for the poor. A progressive will never blame poverty on laziness and bad decisions. They always cast the poor as victims of the rich and themselves as Robin Hood. And so it is that just about anybody who can make a halfway plausible claim to victim status is welcomed by the Democrats with open arms. In a society as relatively just and equitable as ours, the supply of victims can never match the unquenchable demand of the would-be saviors. So new groups have to be constantly invented, hence the 30-odd new gender classifications warming up in the wings for their close-up. The dream of an alcoholic is a bottomless glass of whiskey. The dream of a would-be savior is a never-ending supply of victims. You see, they're not really into compassion. Not really. True compassion requires long-term solutions. True compassion doesn't aim to enshrine itself; it aims to obsolete the need for itself. What they are really into is pity. They are the pity party, and if you can knock on the door, well, then you are the guest of honor.
0: There you go. Here's what one of his videos are.
1: Okay.
0: That's some of it. Hey, he makes some very frickin' valid points there. serious valid
1: points my my problem is he he's your typical AA member
0: I don't care about that that's irrelevant the point well he made
1: made it relevant by bringing it up well
0: he he was using that as his starting point that wasn't what the entire the video was about no
1: it wasn't but
0: be it an AA member or not it's a simple truth When he talks there about what compassion really is, compassion isn't always about giving the stuff. Eventually you get tired of giving to somebody who does nothing for themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. Of and course. they
0: just killing victim status and continue with the victim status. That is the point he was getting
1: And at. it's not just going on with individuals. It's going on with entire countries. fucking societies.
0: It's going on with entire societies and countries. Yeah. And yes, that is one of our problems. Well, you you
1: have to today. take the statute down because it offends us. Well, you take your fucking totem poles down because it offends me. Well,
0: that's it. But see, the, it goes on like that. And many of those things. I found them all quite interesting. And he goes across many different things in here. That's just one oh, yeah. of it. The feminism ones are actually quite really great. Uh, we'll, we'll, well, We'll drop in on feminism real briefly before we escape here. Well, today.
1: before you do, I want to throw something out there. One of the posts that is on our page, it's a new perspective. The best way to get over someone is with a car. Yes, 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 I saw that. <laughs> and then... Hayden Aries says, and thanks for listening, Hayden. Accurate. Hmm. To which I replied, I'm not sure if an Akira would do the right job, but it's worth a try. It's
0: always worth <laughs> a try. All right, let's drop in here on feminism real briefly with his first part of feminism. He's got like four or five parts here in feminism uh, in videos, and all of them are quite interesting. But we'll drop in on the first one. We'll stop this one partway through as we need to to uh, continue the chat.
3: Off we go. Here's a fun game. Get out your Google, click on images, and type this in. Men marching against women's rights. There are a few pictures of a march in Istanbul with guys wearing dresses, but every other picture shows men marching with women for women's rights. No big demonstrations with men demanding that women lose their rights. Not in this country. Let's get a few facts straight.
0: Or pretty men much
3: a- are bigger yeah, okay. than women. Men are stronger than women. And until last century men entirely controlled the government the courts the military and the police if women had had to fight us for their rights how on earth could we possibly have lost what really happened is that women said we want to do everything that guys do and men said okay not sure why you'd want to do that but hey whatever blows your skirt up here were millions of women coming out of the 1950s angry that they were expected to stay home with their televisions, washing machines, and station wagons, while men hogged all the fun of working for ungrateful bosses and sneaky tightwad clients. Yeah, the news that we'd been oppressing women came as quite a shock to us guys. We thought we'd been protecting them. Especially since, for a long damn time, working meant swinging a hammer in 90-degree heat or clogging your lungs in a coal mine. Women weren't fighting for those jobs. No, it wasn't until the advent of the air-conditioned office job that women realized that we had them chained to the dishwasher. The basic lie of feminism is that men don't like women, that we don't want the best for them. That's the basic lie. More Google fun. Search the history of alimony. Was that something women fought for? Hmm, let me think. No! No! That's been with us since the code of friggin' Hammurabi, 1750 B.C. Even the primitives were watching out for women. (laughs) Oh, sure, things were kind of rapey back then, but everything was crazier. It wasn't women who had to run off over the hill and catch a spear in the throat. It wasn't women who were chained to oars in the Greek warships. Being big and strong usually made you a beast of burden. But let's not go all historical here. I've done painting work for maybe 500 couples, and I almost always work for the wife. She picks the colors. She's the one I have to impress. In most of the marriages I've seen, the women are in charge. They're not oppressed. Look, from the first time that puberty causes us to lose our minds over a girl, we are helpless to control their influence over us. Why do we do the things we do? Why do we build cities and bridges and McMansions in the suburbs? So that we can get the best women. Period. End of lesson. All that a woman really needs to do is to stay attractive and feed her man's ego from time to time, and she'll have a soldier with her in every fight. Feminists find that idea...
1: (laughs) What they need to do is... Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah,
0: that's it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so let's continue on here.
3: They think that's disrespectful. And speaking of respect... The notion that men don't respect women is complete madness. These men who were supposedly oppressing women in the 50s and 60s, who raised those men? Women. Remember, their dads were at work. It was mommy who cared for them. It was mommy who taught them how to act. We're trained from day one to rely on women, to follow their advice, to treasure them. Listen, if you want to leave little Emma with the hired help while you claw your way up the corporate ladder, be my guest. But first, ask yourself this who has more real power in the world? The female mid level manager making 60K or the wife of the guy making 100K? Who is freer? Who is more secure? Who has more time for her children? In this country, women have the most generous package of rights and protections ever offered at any time in human history. And they're still taken to the streets in protest. Why? Why are they so unhappy? I'll tell you why. Because feminism has backfired. Feminism has gone horribly, horribly wrong. But this is only part one. I'll see you over at part two and we'll get into it.
0: Yeah, we won't go down the whole rabbit hole here today with this. But again, he makes some valid points and uh, brings forth a lot of things about what's happened in the uh, world of feminism. And how it's gone from something that maybe it had it, it. Well, no, maybe it did have its needs once upon a time. But now they're chasing after ghosts and gremlins and doing nothing more than most of the time hating men, hating on men.
1: True. Um, he, he makes a, a few very fantastic points, especially I like the one about who raised these men. That's right. Yeah. It was women.
0: They were raised by women.
1: And I I jokingly said before, you know, I don't know why women are so upset. They got half the money and all the pussy.
0: Yeah.
1: A woman wants something. All she's got to do is either suck dick or put out, and she's going to get it. Pretty much. And women refuse to see that that's the power in the world. Pussy is power. So they're fighting for all these things that they can... If they just stop and thought about it, they've already got. They had them.
0: Yeah. They they had all those things. And then they had the bigger bonus of not having to slog through everything. Now, there's always going to be the exceptions of the women that wanted to slog through it and climb the corporate ladder. But one of the things feminism has done
1: to women is it has made women feel guilty for choosing to stay home. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can... I can hear the feminist screaming now, well, why do I have to sacrifice my body to get what I can go and get myself? You don't.
0: You don't. Go do it. No one
1: says that you have to. But if you think about it, if you want something bad enough, and all women have done this, Hmm. if they wanted something from a guy, they've just either sucked dick or fucked fucked the guy until they got what they wanted. Pretty much. Sex is power. Women know this and they but they're not satisfied with that they and they don't realize just how much power they do have
0: oh absolutely and what's funny is even though so you know modern feminists and stuff they still re revert back to old feminine ways I got a nice example of it today I was out to lunch with a bunch of people. And uh, they were all 30-something, so I guess you know, right in the millennial generation. Yeah. And we were chatting at the table and joking. And the waiter was trying to figure out how to get the bill. And I guess he was confused in particular by a couple of them, a guy and a gal there that were sitting side by side. And they oh, could have looked like they were together. And so everyone made a joke about it. And then she popped off. oh, wow, well, then you're paying then. Yeah. It's like... like- it's like, okay. <laughs> and of course, he, he did a really good job of coming back. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. you're paying this time.
1: Hey, You know, I, I've had that happen to me where the bills come and they they automatically put it in front of the guy.
0: They do. They stuff it right in front of the guy.
1: And I have turned around and said, oh, no, 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 no. Equal rights. She gets it. She gets it. And the looks I've gotten from the wait staff. Oh, yeah. If it's a guy, it's like, yeah, right on, buddy. If it's a woman, like, how fucking dare you you cheap cocksucker
0: that's pretty much it
1: but you know i well, i want to move on for that for right, a quick let's, second because we're going to wrap up here
0: yeah wrap up we'll roll on to something else what else uh, we
1: got? i've got this post this picture that i posted which one of the t-shirt americans have the right to bear arms oh okay Canadians. canadians have the, have the, have the right to bear breasts yes think about it where would you rather live folks <laughs> where you can bear arms or have bare breasts
0: yeah we'll vote for the
1: boobs we we'll always go for the boob, right. and we're trained. We're trained by women to do that. Do you want the bottle? Or do you want the boob? Yeah. I'll take the Day boob. One. Hey, if beer came out of tits, we'd never leave the tit.
0: Here you go. Here's one. Here's one last photo. Here.
1: Oh yes. Of
0: what went wrong? Nineteen seventeen. Man dressed like a man. Hat, suit, tie, sharp power. In twenty seventeen, I'm not even sure. It looks like he's wearing pajamas. It's really sad.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, I don't think Volkswagens would even have the, that as a seat cover. You know?
0: No, no, no. They might put it in a Kia though. <laughs> uh,
1: who knows? Anyways, uh, I think that's a good place to wrap that's up That's a good place tonight.
0: to wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. This show's a little shorter than usual, but hey, we've got the world
1: is world's your oyster. Go out there and dig it up. Have Check fun. out our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook
0: yeah and go uh start thinking about digging into your pockets for donations we're gonna have that up there soon you know we want we want you our listeners to support the show leave comments for us tell us how badly we're doing or what you'd like to see us cover we want to we want to get this show moving forward little by little
1: so that's it for this week um, remember to support our troops support our veterans and um, <laughs> they, they, check out the photos that we've got on Our Facebook page, you know, there's a great t shirt that says, Honestly, I did not intend to offend you. It was just a bonus. Uh, if If I've offended you, you're welcome.
0: You're welcome. Always happy to offend. That's all we got for you now. Take care. Bye bye.